The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. Coming in at number 52 on the 49ers 2023 roster cut down, back up center interior offensive lineman Nick Zakel. We didn't get to see much of him last year, but don't let that fool you. The Niners could not be any higher on this player long term. They love him. Last year was number 56. This year, 52 has inched up past that 53-man threshold. I fully do expect him to make the roster this year as the backup center for the 49ers. Now, have to give credit to the man, Josh, the 49ers guru, did amazing research on this episode. And it's always fun whenever, you know, you do a player and all the research last year, and then we get to add more, and you just constantly find more fun tidbits about this player. Um, he wears jersey number 63 for the 49ers. Height and weight, awesome. 6'5", 315. He's built like a left tackle. The problem is his arm length, 32 and 7 eighths inch. It's bottom 17% of NFL offensive linemen, and that's why he's being kicked inside. You know, Kyle Shanahan has a proclivity of going after these forgotten prospect traits players um nfl teams they do not like having offensive linemen with short arms kyle shanahan scheme the outside zone the inside zone doesn't rely so much on arm length as it does athleticism which he's got athleticism in spades 24 years old still young he ran a 5.1340 yard dash which is the top 77th percentile of all offensive linemen and even better than that that 10 yard split a 1.72 top 87 percent of nfl offensive linemen so he's got the burst he's got the quickness he's got the nasty streak he's got all those things 27 bench press reps very very strong upper body now if if you plug in all of his metrics into mock draftable um these are the comps, the player comps that come across, Ethan Posick, Billy Turner, Max Sharping. These are the types of body types and athleticism that the Niners get with Nick Zakel. Now, he's had a crazy journey. Let's just be very, very honest. He grew up outside of the Cleveland area, went to Brexville Broadview High School, um, the Fighting Bees, which I actually like their mascot quite a bit. He's as smart as they come. He was accepted into Yale and chose not to go there <laughs> because he wanted to focus a little bit more on sports. Went to Fordham instead, graduated with a bachelor's in finance, and then a master's in business. Loves analyzing sports metrics. Uh, he's talked at length about just how great Barry Bonds is and going through the on-base percentages and walks. And I mean, this cat is special on and off the field. When the Niners drafted him in 2022, they did not draft one gold helmet guy that year, but Adam Peters came out and said, man, he was as close to a gold helmet guy as we could get. We, they didn't give him the classification, but they said of all the players they drafted in 2022, he was the closest by far. Now, let's go through a little bit more of his background. Was a team captain in 2021. 
Um, earned all Patriot League honors for four years. One of just 24 players in league history to earn all league honors all four years. It hasn't happened very often. Um, was the 2019 Lansy, Lansing Trophy recipient, four-year starter on the offensive line, All-Patriot team first selection 2020 and 2021, and he started as a true freshman back in 2017. The Fordham, one of the Fordham assistants, Ian Pace, uh, this comes out of an interview from The Athletic. Um, if you just type in Mix to Kill Athletic, this is the first thing that comes up if you want to go check out the whole article. He was talking about how they had an NFL prospect running back, Chase Edmonds, uh, several years ago. And this is from the assistant coach, Ian Pace. Quote, when they came in to watch practice, talking about NFL teams, a few years ago, they'd see this monster puppy-faced kid who didn't have facial hair yet running around like a son of a gun. Um, he's now the head coach, Ian Pace is, of New Jersey Somerville High. And he said, you know, everybody would be like, who's that? Because it was just, they didn't know who he is. And we would say, well, that's Nick. And they said, well, we'll be back. And they did come back. And he mentioned the 49ers coming back several times. Adam Peters came out. And um, John Lynch said, we've been watching Nick Zakel for a long time. And it makes sense because he checks all the boxes, right? 2021 Patriot League Academic Honor Roll, Team Captain, National Honor Society, all those different things. Now what was even more interesting... Coach Conlin, who is now the head coach at Fordham, he was an assistant at Harvard for a very long time. So so long, in fact, he was one of Kyle Juszczyk's coaches at Harvard. Now he's at Fordham. So you have this, this link between Coach Conlin, who coached Kyle Juszczyk, and he also coached Nick Zakel. Um, this is from Coach Conlin. Quote, he's very similar to Kyle Juszczyk. Uh, he's one of the smartest football players I've ever been around. Nick and Kyle are very similar in how they approach practice and how they think about the game. Those guys just absorb it. It's very important to them. He takes care of his body. He'll be a great asset, end quote. That's pretty damn high regard, uh, no doubt about it. Now, he played tackle position, 27 starts at left tackle, 7 at, at right tackle. Last year, guess who he roomed with? Brock Purdy. Guess where they got him getting reps now? Center. This is the long-term plan. Zakel to Purdy. They're they're close friends. They're roommates. You've got the camaraderie. You've got the you know familiarity by sharing a room and all those things. It just makes sense. Now, Nick Zakel didn't see the field very much last year, if at all. You know, they drafted him in the sixth round, pick number 187. It is interesting how we got Nick Zakil. We actually had to make a trade to get him. Not that they necessarily traded up for him, but the year before, they traded Jonas Griffin. You remember the linebacker out of Indiana State? He was on the show, a uh, friend of the show. You can type in Jonas Griffin, 49ers Russia to pull up. But they traded Jonas Griffin and a seventh rounder to jump up in the sixth round. So they jumped up from 250 to 187. Almost 70 spots. And sure enough, they held on to that pick. In the sixth round, they selected Nick Sakil. Now, he played in two regular season games this, this, this year, both blowouts. Carolina Week 5 blew them out. They fired their coach. And then Arizona Week 18, that wasn't really even a game. 12 offensive snaps, 21 special team snaps. How did he do in that time? Not great. 53.7 overall grade, 54.5 run blocking grade, 62.2 special teams grade. Now, last year, 
They were playing next to Kill like guard this year in OTAs and minicamp center. And when they drafted Nick Zakel, they said, we think Nick can play center for us, which is a very valued position. This is a long-term play. Now, they went out and extended Jake Brendel. However, if you look at that contract, it's not really like it's the Niners are tied to Jake Brendel long-term. It's one of the most team-friendly center deals in the NFL. Doesn't mean that they're ready to move on. That's not what I'm saying at all. It's just you have a budget-type excuse me, center in Jake Brindle. That's excellent in pass protection, pretty suspect in the run game. Nick Zakel, if he can catch on, probably a whole nother year before he could compete. Now, if there was an injury or something along those lines, he steps in, does well, great. But Nick Zakel is a long-term foundational piece that they want to take over at the center position. I'm excited to see what he can do in training camp because, again, this is he learned the guard position first. Now he's at center. Could be one of those flex Daniel Brunskill-type players long-term, but I think they want him at center. It's just he's never played it, and they didn't even put him there last year. They wanted him to learn the guard position first. He did that. Now he's learning the center position, and I think that's where they want him long-term. But, again, this is still a slow-moving operation. The Niners love to redshirt rookies anyway, which you could say, okay, Nick Sakel's been redshirted, but now they just changed his position to where he should be, which is center. I think you got to put another year on it. Backup center is an important thing. 49ers lost five centers just three years ago throughout training camp. Nick Sakel's going to have an opportunity to see the field, but I want to see what he can do. Preseason? It's going to be one of the most interesting spots to watch. Uh, I'll be keeping my eyes on on jersey number 63, and I hope you will too. Easy kid to root for, smart as hell. The Niners got a type. He's just got to learn a little bit more and get a little bit more experience. And again, he's 24. He's still got time. Still got time. So that's Nick Zakale coming at 52. I fully expect him to make the roster. Excited to see what the smart kid can do this year. Football season may be over. But the action on the floor is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or fight for home playoff court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. And Prize Picks even offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players get injured. For basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player projection won't count against you, and the rest of your entry stays live. There's lots of bets. Stephen Curry, over 27.5 points. Draymond Green, will he make one three-pointer or no? Very easy things to bet. Download the app today and use code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the Prize Picks app today and use code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less, it's that easy. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 
you can say a lot of things about the 49ers, but one of the things you can't say is that they're boring. <laughs> the way they build their roster is boring because today's prospect, Jason Poe, is the exact opposite of boring or conventional or whatever. He's an absolute freak. Where does he play? Interior offensive line. Um, hoping eventually maybe some center snaps, but right now just guard. Um, last year, Jason Poe came in at number 75. Today, number 51. I want to say thank you to Josh, the 49ers guru, for doing all the background research. Um, just killing it throughout this entire series. Now, we're kind of in this quicksand area of this countdown. We we have five players, and Jason posed the final of these five, that are within 21 rank points. Okay, so again, if, if you're just now catching up with us, we had five executive producers rank 1 through 91, Every single player on the Niners roster. We have 91 because we have a international exemption with Gutierrez, the right tackle. Now, golf scores, lowest scores, better, all those things. Five players, Charlie Warner, Tabor Pepper, Marcelino McCurry-Ball, Nick Sakale, Jason Poe. All five are divided by only 21 rank points from number 55, Charlie Warner, to Jason Poe. These guys were just smushed together. Um, <clears throat> so close for us. So close together. Now, Jason Poe's interesting because <laughs> this kid got told in high school to be a manager because he was so bad at football. They didn't want him on the team anymore uh, to transfer into multiple schools, defense, tight end, running back, and finds his spot at offensive line. Now, he wears jersey number 51, and that kind of, again, tells you 49ers are not planning on doing anything too, too creative with him because he doesn't have an eligible number. But the most, the most fascinating thing to me is, like, you go through his metrics. He's 6'1", 300. There is not an offensive guard in the NFL that is that small. And when you see Jason Poe out there with the old line group, you're like, who is mini-me out there? Now, the size of the height and weight, yeah, he is small, but he's stronger than almost all of them as well. So the athleticism, all that, he won the award. Well, not that it was necessarily an award, but... Mike Renner of PFF said he is the best pulling lineman in the entire draft last year. He didn't get drafted because teams do have those thresholds for height, weight, speed, all those things, and he just does not clear. You just see him, and you're just like, that is a small version of Trent Williams, um, but overly small. So small, in fact, that the closest comp I could find is on the 49ers roster, but he doesn't play offense. Listen to these numbers. Javon Hargrave. The huge free agent signing, $21 million. And this is why when we got Jason Poe, I said, I want to play in defensive tackle. Um, I, I didn't find that he was so close to Javon Hargrave till recently, really this morning. Listen to this. Poe, 6'1", Hargrave, 6'1". Poe, 300 pounds, Hargrave, 309. Arm length, both have 32-inch arms. 40-yard dash, Jason Poe ran a 4.95. Hargrave, 4.93. 10-yard split, burst off the ball. Poe, 175, Hargrave, 169. Bench press reps, Poe's got them here. 34 bench press reps for Jason Poe, 29 for Javon Hargrave. They're identical build, body weight, athleticism, burst, speed, strength, all those things, they're identical. And again, I kept saying, like, man, I look at Jason Poe, 6'1", 300, he fits... You know, Marcel Hurst, uh, <laughs> Javon Hargrave. You can go, like, 
he has such an, a weird build, but they love him on the offensive side. The 49ers absolutely treasure this guy going into his second season. He won the MVP of the practice squad last year. Him on offense, Quantrez Knight on defense, who we've already done his episode. Um, just such a weird player. Now, played at Fitzgerald High School, the Purple Hurricanes, baby. Um, went to Lenore Ryan then transferred to Hutchinson Community College, then transferred to the Mercer Bears. He's had quite the journey. When he didn't get drafted, he put out kind of his own workout tape that he just did on a field with some friends and showed that he could throw the ball, he could be a running back, he could be a tight end, he could be a pass catcher. Just the athleticism, it's off the charts. Now, while he was in college, very decorated. Repeated the league um, as the Jacobs Blocking Trophy Award winner. That's given to the best offensive lineman in the entire South Atlantic Conference. He did it twice, back-to-back years. Named first-team All-American uh, Division II, second-team All-American D2 the year before. Um, all first, you know, first-team All-Conference and region. Started 14 games for Lenore Ryan. Then... After he transfers, here's what's get, where it gets crazy. He starts 13 games for the Bears, which he shows up to this new place his first year and then becomes team captain for Mercer right off the bat. Like, this kid makes no sense. There, there are not <laughs> a lot of Mercer athletes in the NFL, and he's just interesting. I, I don't know what else to say about him besides the fact that, man, this dude is just an athlete first that the Niners are trying to groom into a starting caliber interior offensive lineman. You know, <laughs> Josh put it here, you know, should have been in the American Ninja Warrior at 300 pounds. Like, what he does is just, it's unreal. Trained with Trent Williams all offseason. So, again, there's something there. There's no doubt about that. Played right guard in college, and I think that's probably where he's going to be. If you look at where the Niners have started playing him last year in the preseason games, and then already in OTAs and all that stuff, he's playing guard. So I think he's the number two guard, backup guard, behind John Feliciano, who they paid to come in this year, and that Daniel Brunskill role. Like, So, you know, your starting guards, Aaron Banks, Spencer Burford, John Feliciano, I think, backs both of them up, and then you have Jason Poe. So not quite sure he's going to make the 53 um, just because I don't think there's that many teams that are interested in somebody that's so small for their guard position. But, man, if you run an outside zone scheme, you see the fit. You see it. The athleticism is off of the charts. He's just got to get better at other things. You know, it's funny. During the preseason last year in 2022, he played in three games, had 113 offensive snaps. Guy could play in time. The first game he played in, he had the highest PFF score for run blocking and the lowest for pass blocking, right? Raw. Very next game, guess what he did? <laughs> Flipped him completely. He had the lowest run blocking and the highest pass blocking grade of the whole team. Consistency, experience, becoming a pro, what that means, this is what he has to kind of get to. Um, he's just fun. I, I don't... I don't see a way in which he's not kept around. They did bring in, you know, a lot of guard competition, um, you know, with especially the undrafted free agents, Il Manning. Um, they also brought in probably the biggest one, Joey Fisher, who was a tackle. They're moving to guard as well. Guard depth chart for this team 
It runs three deep at left guard, three deep at right guard. It is going to be an absolute mayhem battle through preseason and training camp for who's going to land those roster spots. And on top of that, who's going to land the practice squad? This is a tough, tough battle. But I cannot find a way, and there's a reason why we got him number 51 here. I can't find a way that Jason Poe is not with the 49ers. It just doesn't make sense. They've invested in him. They love him. Trent Williams working out with him. This kid's going to be around. And if he gets his opportunity, I sure as hell ain't betting against him. He's too damn fun. The Incredible Hulk miniature <laughs> at offensive guard, even though he should probably play fullback, tight end, or defensive tackle, that's okay. I hope it works out for him, and I'm excited to see his transition and see if he can kind of rise up those ranks a little bit. But that's Jason Poe, number 51 on our roster countdown. All right, we are to number 50 on the 49ers roster countdown, and we've got a rookie, an exciting rookie. Wide receiver Ronnie Bell comes in, number 50, pretty much right smack dab in the middle, and now we're getting into this, okay, back-end rookies who's going to shine, but if you can tell, we have them above the 53 threshold. So Ronnie Bell is a person that I think has a coin flips opportunity to make this roster. Now let's dive into who he is, what we know about him, and how the 49ers are going to use him. Now, shout out to Josh, the 49ers guru, for just putting together an awesome episode and research. He wears jersey number 10 and shows up with energy. I just left the 49ers' very first training camp practice, and Ronnie Bell was bringing it. He was the energy creator. Him, Jake Moody, Spencer Wagi, uh, Wagey, uh came out and started doing the Cupid Shuffle to get everybody livened up, and by far, Ronnie Bell had the most enthusiasm. So he, he's, he brings the energy to the field, no doubt about it. The film shows as much whenever he was with Michigan. Six foot 190, built like a 49ers defensive back, 31 inches, which 31 inch arms, small side, 23 percentile of wide receivers. You know, the 49ers are a team that do not necessarily cover the large wide receivers. They want people that can do things in space. Ronnie Bell fits that small, only six foot, crazy small arms, 31 inches. He's 23 years old, ran a 4.5340, no issues there. A 1-5-2, 10-yard split, 1.52 seconds. That's top 76% for all NFL wide receivers. And a 6.983 cone. So he's shifty, shifty. 38.5-inch vertical, that's great. Now, plug all of his testing metrics and all those things into Mock Draftable. Listen to these comps, these player comps. Mark Clayton, Antonio Bryant, Freddie Mitchell. That's the mold that he is. Undersized. Space creator, but that's not really his game, which is kind of weird because his body type says he's going to generate space. That's not what shows on tape. Um, my play style comp for him before the Niners drafted him was a poor man's Jarvis Landry, and I do not mean that as an insult whatsoever. But, you know, he's Jarvis Landry just perhaps without some of the elite skill sets. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. He's from Park Hill High School in Missouri. Um, English major, which is interesting, three-star recruit, and was a basketball stud. His whole plan was to go play college basketball, didn't receive a lot of college scholarships, whatever, and Michigan found him by a coach that a Michigan coach that was recruiting him and said, man, you got to look at this kid for your football team. And Harbaugh kind of got this awesome, you know, diamond in the rough 
with Ronnie Bell, and he was incredible. You know, voted a team captain in Michigan in 2021. I think that's huge. But if we go back to Ronnie Bell in high school, he led Park Hill to its first suburban gold championship um, class six state semifinals ever. He was a three-year starter on basketball team, and he was he even signed his letter of intent in the basketball with Missouri State. Five-year letterman, um, just absolutely put up some crazy numbers. If you look at Missouri State high school football history, there's three wide receivers that stand out. Doriel Green-Beckham, Jeremy Macklin, and Ronnie Bell. Uh, that's it. The, the record book is just those three guys. Goes to Michigan, fit right in. Two-time All-Big Ten honoree, Offensive Skill Player of the Year in 2019, um, and he kind of does it all. Wide receiving, jet sweeps, punt returns, all those different things. He was Michigan's Offensive Rookie of the Year back in 2018, so when he showed up, he balled out. And he's reunited now with a few different 49ers players that he already knows. Him and Ambry Thomas were on the same team. Jake Moody on the same team. So there is a large contingency of Michigan players now wearing the red and gold. Now, he was drafted very late, and I think this is one thing that I think we can forget. He was drafted, and nobody can ever take that away from him. I'm not trying to do that. But he was a seventh-round pick, pick number 36 in the seventh round. He he was picked basically almost a priority undrafted free agent, and a lot of that has to do with, one, the limited size, and two, contested catches. Now, if we look at his college kind of resume stats-wise, 146 career receptions, great. 2,269 yards, great. 15.6 yards per catch, amazing. Nine touchdowns, one rush touchdown, two kick return touchdowns. He's got it all. Does have a torn ACL in his resume back in 2021, but he came back last year in 2022 and played awesome. 760 snaps last year in college. Listen to these PFF grades. 76.9 overall offensive grade, 77.3 in the passing game, 67.6 run blocking. That was a surprise to me because I knocked him for run blocking on my film that I did of him three three games, which we have up on Patreon if you want to go check that out. 49ers Rush, um, just type in 49ers Patreon, it pulls up. Contested catch rate, one of the lowest I've ever seen, 16.7% contested catches. I think he only has three contested catches in his entire career at Michigan. So Shanahan, it's going to take somebody that can scheme up this guy, Debo-type style. I'm not saying he's a Debo player, but you've got to generate space for the player. Then he does his damage after the ball's in his hand. So for Ronnie Bell, he should be pumped where he landed. Let's just be very, very clear on that. Um, you know, my film and all of these were brought about before the Niners drafted him. Strong route runner, toughness, first down machine, run after catch upside, great football IQ, return specialist, jet sweeps is where he's going to belong. Good ball skills, does have issues versus press coverage, modest production, release package, needs work, struggles with contested catches, blew his knee out two years ago, came back even better. And this is what I said, like, Hopefully this just paints a picture of the player that I saw him to be. He plays like a New England Patriots wide receiver. Does his damage within 15 yards of the line of scrimmage. Not really a deep threat, even though that's been a somewhat part of his game. But he's a 15 yards and to the line of scrimmage type guy. Can do work afterwards. He just got to get the ball before then. 
Um, does not run block with effort consistently. So we'll see. Uh, I'm curious to see where he's going to wind up for the 49ers. Is he going to be the Z Debo role, or is he going to be Juwan Jennings slot type wide receiver? So we're, we're going to have to see here. Now, he was drafted two picks before Jalen Graham, um, number 253 overall, right? So he was the 32nd wide receiver selected this year. I had him ranked 26th on my wide receiver ranking. So pretty close. So I liked him a little more than the 49ers did, but very, very close. Now, I do think one of the reasons that Ronnie Bell is interesting is he has different pathways to make this roster. Can he earn that number five or six wide receiver spot? That's open. He's going to have to pass some guys. But even if he doesn't hit that, if he could prove himself as an elite returner, then he can make the roster there. So can he be the punt returner over Ray Ray? Can he be the backup punt returner? Can he be the kick returner over Ray Ray and Deshaun Jameson, fellow rookie? Th there's options. Special teams, for sure, he's going to have a role on if he makes this roster. But there's competition, and it's not a lock. I said at the beginning, I give it a coin flips chance. He makes the 53 but that's not going to end his journey. With him being selected in the seventh round, I think that he's going to have a spot on somebody's practice squad. I hope it's with us. He's just got to either win out the number five or six wide receiver spot, or he's got to win out one of those return spots. It's going to be hard to pass Ray Ray this year, but if the Niners see enough that he could be the Ray Ray replacement next year, the 49ers redshirt program will continue to hold. And Ronnie Bell's going to be a fun one. I know he doesn't like red shirts being a part of Michigan, but that's okay. i um, excited to see what this rookie can do. And for us, we'll just keep counting them down.